0: Hey, ole, ole, ah! Hey, ah! garlic. Or the yomma hee Yom-a-ha. uh, oh yomma ha, ha ha. Is Maya he? Oh yeah, know. that's right, Maya he. Maya <laughs> Maya ha, Maya he, Maya ha. Welcome to the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast, the Survivor podcast that makes you go on a very lengthy date with your worst enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Stephen Levine, with my co-host, Jared Sheldon. Jared, how are you? Uh, I didn't have to go on a date with my worst enemy, so uh, better than that. Let's spitball this. Okay. You're, you're on a date with your worst enemy. Mm-hmm. No, you don't need names. Uh, describe this. What What would happen here?
1: So there is a man, uh, we'll keep it anonymous, we'll call him Ted. Okay. Ted is an actor in the Chicagoland area. It's a Mm. nice name for me. What? It's a nice name for me. (laughs) It's not you. No one loves Ted more than Ted. Uh, (laughs) And Ted loves, loves to just like just try to like he'll do anything he'll stab he'll front stab you Mm. to get where he wants to go sure and i don't want to give any specific details uh of this person's personality just in case sure but essentially it would be a lot of hearing about how this person's career is going with a lot of embellishing or just straight up lying yeah and us both knowing (laughs) actually that's not even true me knowing that he's embellishing or lying but him (laughs) believing everything he says yeah
0: no it's absolutely true uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. How ma- Oh, you've had how many callbacks with NBC? Uh, yeah. Okay. Don't. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I really dislike being around pathological liars. I've yeah. been around, across a couple in my my lifetime. It is agonizing for me because it. You're right. They they believe their own bullshit, and it, it's so frustrating when the whole everyone in a room can read this and be like. You're lying to us. There are lies that, you know, you might
1: tell the safe face.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, we all, people lie for a variety of different reasons. Sure. There are, and there are lies that you might, or embellishments you might give to, you know, exaggerate your success or, or leave out things that are, that, you know, you don't want to share with people or whatever. Fine. But when you believe all the things that you're saying, it's so much worse. Like if you're just kind of like, you know, acting is a really tough industry. And you end up in positions a lot where you get into accidental dick measuring contests that are meant to be nice. Okay. You meet someone, like you're at an audition with somebody, the only thing you have in common is acting. And so you talk about acting, but then it's also like, if you haven't been working in a while or you're not proud of the projects you've been on, suddenly it feels really bad. So you might <laughs> embellish the the quality uh, of the project you've been on or, you know, whatever. That's, that's all I think mostly from politeness. It happens all the time. Yeah. But if you're going to sit there and like brag about things that haven't happened, but you have like convinced yourself they have happened. Yeah. It's so much worse.
0: Yeah. I had a guy, again, we'll not use names, but worked with him and there was someone who had died in, like a famous actress that had died in the news and it was all over the news. It was on all the social medias and we took a moment to like really reflect on that prior to a rehearsal. And he took the moment to talk about the time that he worked with her and how, how great and how kind she was. And like everyone in the whole room was just sitting there. You don't know this person. We know you don't know this person. Mm. Don't fucking lie to us. Mm-hmm It's uncomfortable.
1: It's so uncomfortable. So that's, so like, and and it has a level of narcissism in it, too. Is that what your worst person would be? Your date with your worst enemy?
0: No. Who would be my worst enemy? (laughs) The only thing that's coming to mind is the one... Jared and I have a shared experience of working in... A few. Yeah, a few. And we worked in a... at a theme park... Together, oh, and we had had a, a theme park worker who had issues of his own, who came up to like to like let to play me let us. me tell this part of the story because sure. this is what, you weren't there for this sure so I was walking through this <laughs> theme park just
1: I mean walking to work like I'm it's not it, we are there four times a day mm-hmm. and I'm dissociating I'm either like listening to a podcast or I, maybe I didn't have earphones maybe I'm just like zoned out. And this guy comes up behind me, puts a hand on my shoulder, and goes, and, like, tries to scare me. So, I, like, I I have some self-defense training and all of that. I have some stage combat experience as well. That's obviously very different, but it all kind of, my instincts are honed, if you will. Mm -hmm. So, I immediately, he was to my right, I tapped him on the chest, pushed back, created distance, and then, like, looked for what it was because I, in my mind I was like, I was so spaced out that like I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, Oh, okay. We're good. And I was like, Hey man, don't do that. Please don't do that. Like, please don't do that. Don't, Don't sneak up
0: behind me. Yeah.
1: I didn't, I, not like I was gonna like swing at the guy or anything, but like you just really triggered my fighter, fighter, uh, fight or flight instinct there. Yep. He took it incredibly personally, which is where Steven gets involved. Yeah.
0: So I was, I was Jared's uh, manager at the time and of course he brings it to me like he we, it was something stupid too like we were getting lunch yeah. with the team and I don't think you were there that day or yeah we, I don't think so I don't yeah, know this. it was your off day or something and he comes up to me and <laughs> has the audacity to be like yeah if Jared ever pushes me again I will mess him up And I had to take a moment and like really assess the situation and go into full on manager mode of if you ever come near my team again, I will have you I will go straight up the ladder to corporate.
1: Yeah, because I think I told you the story as like a oh, this this kind of funny thing happened. Yeah. Like in a way that like Man, like, whew, we're all good, but like, you know, that, that's just, you know, he triggered my fighter flight instinct. And at the time, he apologized. Yeah.
0: And we, I just kept going to, into my shift. If he wanted to be like, hey, this thing happened. It made me really uncomfortable. I I would be like, yeah, I'm, I heard the situation. Let's talk about it. Instead, threatening my, my team member is not the way to go, buddy. The
1: kid was embarrassed. Yeah. And I didn't mean to embarrass him. And I didn't, I didn't feel embarrassed on his, like in the moment on his behalf, I was like, oh yeah, you tried to do something funny and it was it just wasn't funny. That's fine. Yeah. He took it very personally. And it was a problem for like, we, like yeah. weeks.
0: I had to very much get involved. <laughs> so yeah, I, do I think it would be him? There are people out there who very much dislike me, maybe even hate me. How? Yeah. Uh, it's out there. Some of what, most of them I will absolutely stand behind and be like, I, I was in the right Oh, well. There are people that hate me, and I'm
1: like, yeah, they're right. And there's people that hate me, and I'm like, <laughs> eh. But I'm a much louder and controversial, and my past is messier than yours. That's fair. <laughs> so I'm, I'm surprised there's anyone out there that, like, hates you. Yeah. I got
0: exes. We all
1: got exes. Well, okay, fair enough. I guess that, that counts. Oh, man, imagine, imagine going on this date with your ex.
0: I, I'm actually very civil with most of my exes. That must be nice. <laughs> Bumper!
1: <laughs> I would put a big asterisk on that. I, I am. Uh, I wouldn't say, like, I'm not uncivil with most of my exes, but we don't talk anymore or sure. anything like that.
0: And I don't know why you had would have a reason to talk to most of your exes. Some people are still friends with their
1: exes. Yeah. I don't understand how. I have but... A couple. Yeah. This episode came out on March 28th of 2001, two weeks before the last episode, because we have the dreaded filler episode between... The a, filler
0: episode!
1: <laughs> yeah, of a recap, which Stephen or I have not watched at this point. So if there's anything interesting in that, we'll throw it in the next episode, but we're recording two today. We just didn't have time on the, on the docket today. In March 28th of 2001, uh, there a couple of interesting things happened. Uh Rock and Roll Hall of Fame had some notable inductees: Michael Jackson, Paul Simon, Steely Dan. Got all of us some Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Steely Dan.
0: Uh we in the years?
1: And the twenty-first Golden Raspberry Awards went to Battlefield Earth.
0: Oh, okay. That's the that's the one for like the worst movie, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. The Razzies. Have you seen Battlefield Earth? No. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it's it's bad
1: some notable box office uh hits of this week uh it will be march technically march 30th they only they release them on fridays spy kids is topping the charts hmm. so if you remember where you were when spy kids came out i loved spy kids oh me too i thought it was so fun it also has one of the most iconic lines in history
0: go on do you think god stays in heaven because he also fears the things he's created that is Spy Kids 2. Oh, dang it. You're right. Because it's, uh, it's what's his face? Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi, yeah. Yep. And Enemy at the Gates is number
1: six, which is an interesting movie. Nice. Oh, and the song, the number one song of the week is no longer the same song it has been hey. that no one cares about. It is Angel by Shaggy. I think it's probably another smooth R&B song. I did not I look mean it it's Shaggy, up. so yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay, I don't remember Angel. I'll look that up later. Maybe
1: there's people... Hey, if there's people listening that really liked this era of music, it means something to them. I did not like this era of music as much, which is why I pivoted to also include movies.
0: (laughs) We're in a transitionary phase for music, and it doesn't know what it's going into, and I don't particularly like what it's getting into at this point. Yeah. But, I don't know. This is also about to birth, like, the heavy pop punk times oh i'm so excited it's great where it starts becoming huge in the charts you got you got your blink-182s your fallout boys oh uh-huh. good charlotte eh, mediocre charlotte yeah well, fair. <laughs> <laughs> jumping into the episode episode 10 honeymoon or not
1: this is a terrible episode title
0: <laughs> terrible episode title they kind of allude at it later but not really. It literally could have just been a honeymoon question mark. Yeah. Or like honeymoon or not. It, it's like it's trying to be a phrase
1: that people say, but it's
0: it's not. It's, it's not. It's clunky. Nobody's, nobody says that. We, we start the episode as we do many episodes with a rainy night. The fire's out. People are, are feeling it. Though this seems to be
1: the worst it is as far as conditions go mm-hmm. we, we haven't heard them talk about the river being muddy or a difficulty in like in their environment as much as we do this episode they're losing hooks yep they are having a hard time boiling the water maybe that was
0: happening before but we haven't heard about it yeah the the big challenge is is that the, the rain is stirring up the riverbed so the water is murky it is very hard to see it's very dirty so when they're taking it out to boil it it's it still looks disgusting you're still eating dirt yeah even though you're getting you're boiling it and it's technically clean of whatever parasites that were in there you're still eating dirt not fun they acknowledge that they only have really a two to three day supply of rice yeah that is not enough we are only a little over halfway through the season
1: mm-hmm. and they are they will be out of rice at the end of this episode
0: yeah and they don't really acknowledge why they just kind of say that they're out no nobody really i know in other seasons when this happened, they kind of say yeah we've been something happened like it got dumped out we've it, been eating too much eating too much they, they really haven't said what's going on. That's just true. Just that their their fish supply has been short lately so that they've been having to supplement it with rice. So maybe they are eating more rice? I think, yeah, they, they kind of hint they're eating more rice. It also makes
1: you think Survivor just didn't give them enough rice in the first place. Like, mm-hmm. we see in the teaser for the next episode that Jeff is going to offer them more rice, but at what cost? But
0: at what cost, Jared I
1: don't, I don't know what the ultimatum's going to be. It, it seems like a failure of the show. To not provide them with adequate food in an area to like at least survive like bare bones
0: survive on. I feel like that's something that they have to be completely upfront with them about, right? To say, alright, this is how much rice you have, this is how many days that you will be here. To plan accordingly. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, true. And it just makes me think that either they were, like, not irresponsible with it, but that the amount is just so little that they Mm -hmm. can't survive off of it if they're doing, if they're trying to spread it over 44 days.
0: And this isn't me saying that they're overeating. They're very clearly malnourished and tiny.
1: people have a lot, like, we see a lot of Colby and Roger in this episode, like Mm -hmm. shirtless, and they have
0: lost weight. Yeah. Even the small people are looking very, very in danger of there being a problem. Like, Amber is tiny. Nick's lost a lot of weight, too. Yeah. Yeah, they all are in... They're all in rough
1: shape, except Jerry. Jerry Jerry. doesn't look any different than she does in episode one.
0: (laughs) Jerry has won all the rewards, though. That is true. We'll talk about that. Speaking of Nick, Nick is struggling to eat and drink because his throat is on fire. This, I feel like, is an issue with the water. Probably. It...
1: He describes it first as like something in his throat but Mm -hmm. then he talks about having swollen taste buds yeah so i don't know if he's sick or if he's just you know it's just the elements and like allergies or whatever like not an actual like virus
0: or something but just like
1: wear and tear yeah
0: he doesn't seem to know either (laughs) my guess it sounds like a virus like a non-lethal virus but still something that is causing you issues I'm actually surprised we haven't seen more people get sick this season. Yeah. People
1: were... I mean, especially standing out in the cold like that a couple episodes ago, um, and just all the exposure to the elements, and harsher elements than we see in places like Borneo
0: or Fiji. Yeah. It's it's brutal. Like I said, it's only going to get worse before it gets better. We get to the reward challenge. I'm sorry. Before we get to the reward challenge, they are instructed to pick partners. I... Modern Survivor would pair them off. Absolutely. They, like They'd randomly. Draw. They, they would draw, draw. lots.
1: Yeah. It's interesting that they don't
0: and the drama this creates. Yes. So everyone is pretty much in agreement that Yeah, you know, we should draw for partners. Just put names in a hat and draw. Except for Jerry. Now, fun fact, I didn't know this, Jerry's actually illiterate. Because
1: what? she cannot read a room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was so confused for a second.
1: Like, every single person is like, yep, let's draw names. And she's like, No. No. I refuse. And they're like, well that's we just wanna do it fairly. And she's like, sucks, the game's
0: not fair. Yeah. I want Colby because game's not fair. I want the strongest person in the entire camp because I can. Who's gonna stop me? She is
1: the example. She is what I thought was gonna happen to Rich last season. Mm. Um, or could happen to Rich last sure. season. Where she has become the obvious like tyrant. She's a tyrant. Mm-hmm. And
0: people well as we'll see at the end of the episode aren't standing for it anymore. Yeah, she really does think that she is untouchable at this point yeah. and she can just run the table. Rich is smart enough to like take groups opinions and listen to them. He's still arrogant,
1: mm-hmm. but Jerry is like not even trying to hide it. Nope.
0: Not at all. And then she gets Colby anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, they do. They draw names and she gets Colby and she's so smug about it. She's so happy. Yep. Uh, good for her. She's just so controlling. I,
1: I, and I can see, I mean, I talked last episode and I won't go, I won't rehash it about how I think that really poisoned the filming at the Core camp because she is just so controlling. Everyone was just trying to hunker down and get through it. hmm yeah, it is. How do you have so such poor people skills? Yeah, this
0: is, it's so frustrating to watch.
1: And I liked Jerry earlier yeah. in the season. I was I thought Survivor was painting her as a villain kind of unfairly in the first couple episodes. And I mean, they they know when they start the edit how the season ends yep. and the journeys everyone takes. So this is a case of them showing us what happens later, which is undeniable. It is undeniable that she is. Hated by everyone in the tribe that isn't Amber.
0: Yeah, and I I don't think Roger has
1: the capacity for
0: hate. That's probably true. <laughs> but yes, Jerry is the quintessential survivor villain. Yeah, it's, it's there. It's it's undeniable. There's there's very little nuance
1: to her these last couple episodes. She's just being. And I'm sure some of this she feels back in a back in a corner, mm-hmm. and so she's trying so hard to clamp down and keep the people in her sphere of influence, and it's only pushing them farther away, as you see, Colby's done with her, yeah she doesn't oh, yeah. know it, she feels it, but she doesn't know it, and he's like everyone
0: except for amber is done with her. Mm-hmm. yeah, you're absolutely right, so we get into the challenge and what I consider the best challenge with the worst editing. I was going to say the exact same thing. So this is a an obstacle course. A full-on camp obstacle course. Ninja
1: Warrior yeah. type of... Yeah. It's, it's easier. But. It's
0: cute. Yeah, it looks like a kid's obstacle course. You could do this... Most of this could be done by an eight-year-old. And this one wasn't sponsored by the U.S. Army. It was not sponsored by the U.S. Army. It's a similar concept, though. Yeah. But they jump into it and... They, they're they just showing real basic clips and they're jumping all around of the first two rounds because it, it it's a it's a tournament and there's only eight people so there's only two rounds. You eliminate half, you eliminate half, and then boom, you're in a final.
1: Yeah, so why did they edit it so badly then? <laughs> because there's no... It's not like the Immunity Challenge last episode where it's like, oh, this is a long challenge or I'm gonna like, cut it up. They could have just shown the entirety of the races. Yes. Instead, they like cut into them the only one we see that's even close to edited well is the final
0: correct i think that's what they were going for was they didn't want to show three races they just wanted to show the last one but they had to tell you who got into the last one i know i know that the pairings were keith and amber
1: and colby and jerry Mm -hmm. i don't know the rest of them
0: yeah it was elizabeth and nick and tina with kentucky joe okay from what I could gather, because you're right, it does go very quickly.
1: Yeah, they try to hide the four of them. It's very, very odd.
0: Yeah. Jared, how do you fix this challenge?
1: Edit it better. Like, take away—we have—the who the people who win the challenge, Colby mm-hmm. and Jerry, we have so much footage of them just looking out over the Outback, <laughs> of them, sit, like, music going over while they're talking. We're not even hearing what they're talking about because they are not talking about the game, mm-hmm. of them just, like, sharing their personal life and eating. It goes on for, like, 10 to 15 <laughs> minutes. Cut five minutes of that. Because it is it it is beautiful shots. I do like the extravagance of it. It is very cool. Yeah, Cut, like, five minutes of that and actually show the races as races. The only reason I can think that they wouldn't is they weren't even close. And looking at the team pairings, maybe they weren't even close.
0: It didn't look like the first two <laughs> were very close. But the- you,
1: can, you can show at least the start and then, like just focus on the winning team doing it like i i don't know it's
0: so here's how i fix it very much survivor learns his lesson later down the road so here's what you do you build two more sets for the obstacle course and everyone runs at the same time it's not bad is the difficult route cuz then they have to they have to build a f- I mean, it it did look a little elaborate, so it would be hard to build all that again. I, I do like the tournament style. Mm. Having to run it twice it's makes tough. it harder. I mean, Jerry was
1: gassed at the end of that.
0: Yeah, Jerry was gassed after the first one. True. So oof, to do it again, absolutely brutal. We see Colby literally yeet her over. The world. <laughs> it's true. You, Colby picked her up to get through like a an inner a life preserver, essentially, like one of those that you have to jump through. And threw her over.
1: That too, but also the the wall that they climb, where Mm -hmm. like he stands on her back and pulling her up. He literally gets to the point where she's like dead over the wall, and he grabs her by her shorts and just like throws her head
0: first over the other side of the wall. Let's go. My other suggestion and how to make this challenge more interesting without having to build four obstacle courses break it down into parts. Survivor does this all the time, mm-hmm. where if you're the last team through a certain part, you don't get to go on to the next part. And that's okay. Yeah. Then you don't have to build four chutes and ladders style of slides. Like, it's okay. Just just get, bring parts and edit it down. And then you don't have to show garbage clips in the first round.
1: It's so weird because we have the Immunity Challenge is also a tournament
0: style. And they do a really good job with it. Yeah. the Higher stakes, but... But still. I would say that this is higher stakes. Really? Yeah. Yes and no. I, I, I'm going to eat those words, but... Yeah. I think the Immunity Challenge does change the way how the game goes. I think so, too. Because it forces people to think in a new way. But... They're so desperate for food at this point and they're so desperate to get away from each other that it, it is. It's big. That's and true. part of the reason why the person who goes home goes home... Is because they win? Because they win this. I, I part, part of the reason. Yeah. It, I think it's
1: a very small part. Okay. I think it's everything else they've done up to this moment. And actually I think their fit about the game not being fair... Jerry actually says that. Oh and, no, I know. Yeah, Is more of the reason than the fact that... Because they, they all know it's part of the game. Like yeah. you win a challenge no harm no foul like they they kind of you know jerry has a hard time not gloating so that doesn't help (laughs) but like i don't think if anyone wins a challenge i don't think contestants hold it against them for the most part i would hope because they're all like they don't they're not the ones who decide that no one else gets to come with them or that you know who how many people get to come with them
0: hmm but then survivor put it on them. Yes. Later down the road and I mean even in the first season, Survivor makes them make choices like that.
1: Yeah. But but even in this case, like they didn't get to choose another couple to go with them. No. So Nor should they have. No, no, they should not have. But you know, congratulations, you won. There's nothing you know, the best the best group won in that case. I mean, if they didn't if they didn't already hate Jerry, that wouldn't have been played against Jerry.
0: <laughs>
1: but they already hate Jerry. So I guess it might elevate that spite a little bit.
0: Uh, like we were alluding at, Jerry and Colby win the reward challenge after essentially Colby is dragging Jerry, kicking and screaming across that finish line. (laughs) It was great. There's not a whole lot between challenge and them going to the reward. (laughs) Jerry briefly talks about how people could be upset that she's won two challenges, but I don't care.
1: I mean, that's the one thing I agree with her on in this episode. Like, she shouldn't. You won the challenge that... Yeah. (laughs) You did it. Good for you. Yep. That's the point of a challenge. Like, they shouldn't be, you you know, don't be a sore loser about it if you don't already hate the person. Yeah. Fun fact. Did you know that the helicopter pilot was also Sean's dad? Stop it. (laughs) Get out of here.
0: It was not Sean's dad. This was an Australian man.
1: Oh, Sean's dad doing an Australian accent for the band.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. He's lying in case you couldn't tell. (laughs) Helicopter flies in. To weirdly Lion King esque music, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't remember this song ever playing again. So I, I was very confused. The pilot looks like a ship's captain. I don't yes. know why he's dressed like that. Is that the? I think that's how pilots dress. That's how like
1: airline airline pilots. Airline dress. passenger
0: pilots. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't. I wouldn't have expected that.
0: My in my brain, every helicopter pilot is either wearing military uniform. Or a like
1: cargo clothes,
0: a, a zip up, either leather or fleece to keep mm. warm.
1: Cargo pants and like and a, a h- cowboy hat.
0: Yeah, like that. So yes, Jerry gets in with the nice Australian man and Colby, and they fly, they fly off to the Great Barrier Reef. Kind of, they they're up there. So I'm I'm confused as to how long this trip took in a helicopter.
1: Yeah, they don't really show us, but they're gone for a long time. Yeah. But it's not night when they come back. So they must leave sometime in the morning. I mean, they were there for a few hours, so the trip probably takes, I mean, it takes less than 12 hours from point to point, probably. Um, I don't know how long it takes or how far away they are from the Great Barrier Reef.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I did, uh, one thing I did notice in, in the trip, they get out of the helicopter, they get into a boat. yes (laughs) the boat takes off and they use the helicopter to get in (laughs) to get a video shot of the boat we also had a helicopter following a helicopter
1: to get shots of the helicopter yes it
0: was it was a lot today (laughs) we're getting we're paying our helicopter pilots (laughs) so this reward cost them a lot of money it
1: really did and there's no apparent sponsor except for pepsi that isn't probably probably
0: didn't show out a lot of money yeah. for this spot. <laughs> no. So they get in the boat. They're traversing along the boat. And they try to make it look like it's just the two of them and the driver of the boat. That's it. They don't want anybody else to, to see that. But there's clearly shots from the boat of both Colby and Jerry. Mm-hmm. So, what they'll try to do is they'll try to hide the the cameraman. They didn't do a very good job <laughs> of hiding this cameraman. This cameraman is laying down. At first, I was like, why is this person taking, is sleeping in the boat? Just like, <laughs> right, visible, very visible, high visibility. He's just sleeping. No, it's the cameraman trying to hide from the helicopter. poorly. Production's weird, man. Cover yourself with a tarp or something. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) And I don't remember where it was, but there was an awkward hand touch where Jerry... I think it was in the helicopter.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Something where it's the type of hand touch of like, oh yeah, I agree with you. Or like whatever, but it's not well received and she takes her hand back right away. Which is interesting because she really... There's a little bit of the Lady Dolph protest too much in Colby and jerry's relationship here where jerry's trying so hard to seem like everything's fine and colby's like i didn't really want to be here with her i just wanted to be away
0: yeah he says that that's exactly what i wrote down (laughs) it was great yeah so they get to the beach they get to a a gorgeous looking area it looks like your typical survivor fiji borneo type place yeah we were watching this together and, and you literally out loud went oh look it's fiji oh look fiji where there is food, there's pasta salad, there's drinks, there's Doritos There's Doritos in all its early two thousands bold design flavors. So I will say,
1: Colby has a fantastic game face.
0: Oh he's great uh, at because
1: it. Because I I mean I'm sure he was also having a good time, don't mm. get me wrong. And very happy to be fed and very happy to be away. And maybe he was even having genuine moments of connection with Jerry. Yeah. But then we hear later as confessional confession how much he's like, oh, God, I do not. I did not. I want I want it to be anyone else but Jerry. But you would never have gotten that from his body language, from his words. Like, he has a really
0: good poker face. For as poor as he was earlier in the season at hiding it. Yeah, that's th- true. This was a good afternoon for him. Mmm. <laughs> Oh, sorry, one more sponsor. The iZone camera. They got disposable cameras, both regular and waterproof cameras.
1: Oh, I didn't catch that they named that they said the brand or like...
0: They didn't say the brand, but it was very clearly in bold print on the front of the camera. Ah, I think okay. I think it was. It's like the cool, hip, uh, high shutter speed, so you can catch all your action shots. Sure. Funny. Did do you... I feel like I used a lot of disposable cameras when I was younger. Yeah, there's something really cool about them. I was at uh, an awards
1: ceremony a couple weeks ago, and Mm -hmm. somebody brought one. And I was like, that's neat.
0: For an awards ceremony?
1: Like, just somebody that was there being nominated for something or supporting somebody or something. They had a disposable camera with them that they were taking pictures with.
0: I hope the light was good, because those are notoriously bad indoors. Yeah. I mean, they also had their phone. I'm sure they were taking pictures
1: of their phone, too. But it was the novelty of just having, like, a, a disposable camera. You have 28 shots. Get the best 28 shots you can.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then it briefly cuts back to camp. There's a croc in the shot. Oi, there's a croc in me shot. Oi! No, everyone just kind of laying around. It's, yeah. it's pretty boring. It's just showing the dichotomy of, ah, oh, cool, awesome trip to the Great Barrier Reef with food and people laying
1: around. And we have a little bit of talk of, I think, in this section of, like, Hey, Nick is going home yes. if he doesn't win immunity between uh, Roger, Elizabeth and Nick. He's he he better win. And he does and he looks we said it earlier but he looks rough. He like it's been a day since the first part of the episode and he looks worse than he did the day before.
0: Yeah. He really does. And everyone everyone kind of feels the same like he He's in danger. He better win. Even, I think Roger says, like, he's ready to go home or something like that. Yeah, I was a little confused at this section because I was like, is he, like, willing to throw himself under the bus and be like, I I quit, vote me out. It it feels very strange. And then toward, like, give it a couple minutes, and it, it tries to make it seem like, no, 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 he just means he's in danger. He has to win
1: yeah yeah or like maybe he's at peace with it like oh i'm I'm okay if i go home because i I get to go home or not even go home i get to go live in non non
0: this (laughs) non ponderosa ponderosa Uh, yeah exactly. ponderosa doesn't exist yet and then there's not much left of note colby colby and jerry have a good time and then they they fly back and colby takes coral from the great barrier reef i
1: don't think you're allowed to do that
0: Certainly not anymore. Certainly not anymore. Because that sucker is dying and dying quickly. So, one, if you're out in nature, say you're on a vacation, don't take things from beaches, from woods, from national parks. It hurts the national park. Leave nature in nature. Yeah. Please. It's dying and we are killing it. If everyone does this, we kill it faster.
1: Speed run decimated Earth any percent.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he took he took Coral Bits for everyone.
1: And didn't tell Jerry.
0: Didn't tell Jerry, Jerry's no.
1: surprised by this. Yeah,
0: and she is kind of upset by it, too.
1: And a little delusional at her place in the tribe. Truth. So she says in a confessional that it is her and Colby on top. Mm-hmm. She felt like they were neck and neck. They are the two best people playing the game. And that that just put him over her in what she thinks
0: will be the final two voting. Do you think? T- uh, what I'll take Amber out of this entirely. Put put Amber and Jerry as the final two. Do you think Jerry receives even one vote? No. Okay. I,
1: I it would she would have to make a really good case at tribal, my mm-hmm. final tribal, and it'd have to be about how. How strong of a game she played strategically? Sure. Because in order for her to get there, she'd have to make some type of move that oh, blows everyone pants off, um, or go on a crazy immunity run. Okay. So uh, she'd have she'd have to really pump the resume. Even then, I think she loses, but she might get a vote or two from someone like, say, a Nick who mm-hmm. might admire the way that she played the game on a strategic level. Sure. Maybe that's the that is the optimistic
0: case. <laughs> I think Amber is the only person that she would get a vote from. Maybe Keith. No, she would not get a vote from Keith. Are you kidding me? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Get a vo- Steal a vote from in a final tribal council.
1: Oh, I understand. Okay. Yeah. No, she has. It's so funny that she thinks she can win the, the final tribal. <laughs> she you have cannot. burnt bridges with everyone in both tribes that yep. are left. Yep. Good luck. It has been a struggle for Keith and Tina and Colby to keep you around. They're
0: trying their best. Please stop making this difficult for them. She won't. She can't. She and won't, she doesn't. And she does not. Jump to the challenge. Because we talked about Nick feeling miserable. Jump to the challenge. It is a balanced challenge. So this is a
1: weird thing. They keep stressing. This is now two individual meetings in a row. Maybe three. I think it's three. I think they've done it for all three. Um... Stating right up front, this is not a contest of strength. <laughs> Jeff has brought up every single time. Maybe not the first time, but I think so.
0: Why? I can't figure out why. I think they're trying to distance themselves from, from making it look like only the biggest and the strongest are going to succeed here. Possibly to, like you've said before, put the thumb on the scale. Because they are... Olga Kor is going right down the line of strongest people... To vote out Mm. once they got their one person who they had to vote out boom it was alicia boom it's gonna it's supposed to be nick it's supposed to be nick
1: that's true yeah i I was thinking from an you know an audience i think your thing makes more sense because it's not like we had a crazy big strong guy on season one that went in on immunity run Mm -hmm. it was kelly yeah and those were not all strength based challenges like this isn't I, there's been a knock in the past about too many, or I feel like I've heard knocks in the past that Survivor relies too much on strength-based individual immunity challenges in the early seasons. But I haven't seen that so far, so I'm surprised they're already making it a
0: point of focus. It's definitely more of a thing in the early stages where it's it's two tribes. Sure. That's much more weighted for um, for strength. Yeah, that makes sense. But they they do feel like they're trying to make it clear that You can't just win in Survivor by being the biggest and the strongest. It's not about that. This is them playing to the audience and yeah, I guess setting that tone and that expectation early is important, even if it's not in the most elegant or smooth way of doing it. it. It's so (laughs) like, do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? Uh Yeah. This is a balance challenge. They are at at a river. They have three separate sections, again, tournament style. The first one, a rope pull where you have a long rope, which is much longer than a tug of war. It's not intended to be a tug of war. You loop your hand around one just so you don't let go of the rope. Yeah, Yeah. But he's essentially encouraging them to don't make it a tug of war, like let go of the rope. It's cool if you do. It's about your balance. It's about throwing each other off. Make it fun. Yeah. And yeah, I really what?
1: like this challenge. Okay, I was going to ask what you would what call the challenge. This challenge fucks. It's, I <laughs> ugh, love it. this challenge. This is my favorite challenge thus far. Okay. Yeah. Of either season.
0: <laughs> which was your favorite? Okay, I'm going to describe all three of them. There was a rope pull on a steady platform. There was a shaky log, which essentially, it looked like a really long ski that yeah. they put on a, a swing, and you had to like try to rock the other person I, I don't know why i was moving to show this is an audio medium yeah you had to try to rock the other person off and then finally the combination of the two best they could unstable boxes with a rope pull i don't think i like any individual one over
1: any of the others okay i think they all worked really well i guess I just said that, and now I'm thinking. I think number two might have been my least favorite. Correct, I agree. Yeah, it's just hard to tell what's going on. And there's, I'm sure there is strategy and like Mm -hmm. kinetics, but like it's not good for us, the audience. Like we can't tell what they're, it's very subtle movements that they're reacting to and changing their balance on. Whereas like a rope is more like we can see what they're doing to each other rather than they're both shaking this board together
0: yeah what's weird about that challenge is the way that the 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 ski thing was set up in the second section was it it gave it pretty much free motion of forward and back mm-hmm. so if you were facing forward on this ski, you could rock it toward your opponent or behind you really well mm-hmm. side to side momentum though was almost nothing yeah like you couldn't really give it 360 degree motion and of course you can't anyway because it has to be anchored somewhere but i feel like there's a better way that you can anchor this where you could allow them to kind of rock to the side give them more to play with yeah like on like a a gyro that gives it a little more yeah 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 Agreed. Uh, any highlights you want to pull out of this not necessarily it was it was it's one of those challenges
1: that was really fun to watch but there wasn't all there wasn't it's not very fun to talk about okay like i i like the the ingenuity or the structure of the challenge is fun to talk about but the actual like tournament is not super interesting until the end where nick is fighting for his life i guess watching nick through the challenge sure uh is very important because he's he's the only one that matters if nick gets immunity it changes the vote if he does not the vote stays the same and he does
0: yeah I, hold, before we get into that, I want to talk about certain matches that really made me go, wow. Okay. And it's not the ones that you would expect. They have nothing to do with Nick. Okay. Roger and Keith in the first round was a great match. That is true. That it is true. Di- I didn't expect it to be, but it was fun. It It was a good time. There was a lot of strategy involved. Keith was like... Try, he dropped the entire rope to try to throw him off and Roger tried to pull it all to him yeah it was it was great uh, who went, who ended up winning that one was it Roger Roger mm-hmm. yeah great i loved it yeah no you're right that was a fun match and colby in the second round is balance god because he was practically off the the ski multiple times he had so many saves yeah he he at the point was leaning backwards with one foot on and like how did you how did you do that it's amazing. Man's got muscles in his feet. Yeah, but he can't survive the unstable boxes because Nick beats him in the final round. Yeah. <laughs> and then after the challenge goes up to Elizabeth and says, hope I didn't seal your fate. Yeah, I mean, that's... I think he means that genuinely. No, he did. He absolutely. It wasn't out of malice. It was, oh man, I'm so happy for me, but... I'm so sad for you. Yeah. And this is why we We
1: see everyone in the camp wrestling with the decision. Mm-hmm. Now, it is interesting to me that Roger doesn't come up at all. It is clear that that Ogacore will make it Elizabeth, or they'll go with this backup plan that we're going to talk about in a minute that they end up going with.
0: people people discount Roger as the weak link. They think he can't win any challenges. He can't. He's not going to be a a strategy mastermind pulling people here and there. But he is yeah. likable. He also seems to do a lot around camp. So he, he yeah. talks fish economy,
1: you know? Yeah. Um, fish economy. So maybe that's why they're keeping him or that he's not, you know, brought up in the conversation. But this is Elizabeth being such a good character and good, and from what we see, good person. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes Elizabeth. She is the anti Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who meets Elizabeth in this season, like, adores her and it is really hard for Ogakor to send her home there is still this um thought among most of the players that the person maybe not the most worthy person but a worthy person should win the million dollars sure and they're they're all thinking well, Elizabeth shouldn't go home this sucks
0: yeah they get, they get they show a shot of the tent of the kucha people minus i mean the the three of Colby, Keith, and Tina wrestling with the decision and saying, I mean, we could, we could really, I think Keith is really trying to float this and make Jerry the target. Yeah. And Colby is having none of it. So this is some solid editing. Yeah. Saying, hey, we all want to do it. I know we want to do it, but we just can't do it. It doesn't make sense for us to do it. He says one thing
1: that tipped me off that he might. Okay. Okay. He says something like, "It's uh, talking about, like, we need to do the right thing. He says something like that as, like, the last line. Mm. And I was like, oh, voting off Jerry is the right thing. <laughs> if you're going to have a right or a wrong in this scenario. Sure. So I, I was, yeah, that was, that was
0: he, he tipped his hand a little bit to us there, but it can be interpreted either way. Yeah, it could be interpreted as the right thing for the game, because they are it's- talking about... This is a game for a million dollars. We don't mess around here. We yeah. have the numbers. Don't fuck it up. But they have the numbers without Jerry,
1: too. That they you, do. You said last episode that, like, Amber, like, oh, you don't keep Amber if you get rid of Jerry. I don't know if that's true. We'll see next episode. Yeah. Because, like, is she going to go and try to work with
0: the, with the Kucha three?
1: I don't think so.
0: Not to tip it off, but, like, if, if I was in that position, I would be desperately afraid that that would happen. Like, you don't put yourself in jeopardy if you're unsure of what this wild card is going to do. Yeah. I And I, you have the numbers to run the table. And I think that's modern survivor eyes, because
1: I think the idea of somebody flipping tribes... Unheard of. Unheard of. Absolutely unheard of. That, which is, I think Jerry's a really important person to the evolution
0: of Survivor. Sure. Because it, she forces their hand. <laughs> she makes them vote for her. Yeah. And it brings so many possibilities. It does. Oh. It really, it
1: shows you that you can, you can turn on your tribe with other tribe members, or the other tribe people still around, and the world doesn't come crashing down. Or maybe it does. We'll
0: see. <laughs> we get to Tribal. There's no rain this time. Hey... Uh, Jerry is surprised with the things that she says sometimes. Essentially, she's admitting that she doesn't have control over her mouth sometimes.
1: Yeah, and I actually wrote down before when I thought it was going to be Elizabeth going home Mm -hmm. that it's very risky to keep Jerry around any longer because she does have the ability to go on an immunity run. I Mm -hmm. mean, anyone does. Yeah. But Jerry has shown herself to be very competent at the challenges. She hasn't won an immunity yet, but she's won the last two rewards. Yeah. And if you, you know, she just needs to win a couple challenges in a row,
0: and now it's a little harder to get rid of her. <laughs> and Elizabeth, full in full reluctance to lay down and die, uh, speaking to Ogakor, no one is safe. Essentially saying, "Hey, make your move now, otherwise you won't get a chance." Yeah. And they do. And they, they do take Jerry out. Yeah.
1: And I was actually a little disappointed in Jeff. Just to go back real quick. Okay. In this tribal he just paints a giant bullseye on elizabeth it doesn't end up costing her her uh, her spot mm-hmm. but he goes a little too hard like i'm fine highlighting her because the, everyone knows but he is like making the case for voting her off he's like he's like elizabeth you know you're you're very likable you know if you get to the final two you have a really good chance to win that million dollars and i'm like Jeff, shut up. Jeff, stop that. Let them make their own opinions yeah. about that. Like, you can highlight the, like, hey, are you feeling the pressure? And I, I've He did it a couple times in season one, too, where I'm just mm-hmm. like, dude, stop. too far. Yeah,
0: don't make their decisions for them. Give, them. give them basic facts and let them discuss. Don't make it about you. Yeah.
1: I am curious, because we see Amber's vote.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's for Elizabeth. And she says... Sorry, I made a promise uh to vote you know, to vote with the tribe something along the lines of i i oh, yeah. I, pro- I promise you're a I, you're
0: a, g- a good person you're a good
1: person, uh, but i I want to keep my word, yeah, which implies to me maybe that's just she's just saying that because she likes Elizabeth, mm-hmm.
0: but I'm wondering who her next vote would
1: be is it it's not Jerry
0: I don't think. It's said in a way that like she's torn. I think it's said in a way that, hey, I don't mind you as a person, but you gotta go, you gotta go. That's fair. It lost some ambiguity where I was like,
1: Did somebody approach Amber trying to get her vote? We'll never know, because we only we we had our three minutes of contractual Amber time in one confessional. (laughs) That's all we
0: get. Again, good confessional out of Kentucky Joe. Oh baby. Look out if she gets up on the wrong, in in a bad mood. Oh, yeah, yeah. It
1: is vote like, she, she usually wakes up in a good mood, but oh boy, look, up, look out if she gets up in a bad one. That's beautiful.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, we have reached the end of that. No more Jerry. Jerry has, Jerry's no more Jerry. Out. Uh Does Jerry come back? Jerry does come back. Yeah, of course she does. Uh, Jerry will be back in All Stars. Yeah,
1: I I knew that. Yeah. It was, it's too, she's too much of a character to not bring back.
0: You You will not be, this will not be the end of Jerry. I hope she matures a little bit.
1: Like, I hope that she, well, I guess her stuff was an immaturity. I hope she gets better at reading the room. Mm-hmm. I hope that she can learn from this experience because she showed so much promise early in the season. Sure. And just got way too cocky and way too into herself and probably felt really vulnerable in a corner too, mm-hmm. but reacted to it in the ways that if she does the same thing in All Stars, she's not going to be around long. Right. If she can grow from it, I think she can actually do quite well.
0: Okay. If, I mean, this is, you give it, uh, season two, three more years, Mm -hmm. come back in three years. Do you think she does better or worse in All Stars?
1: I think, I think she has the potential to do better. Sure. I think if she comes back exactly how she is, she's a pre-merge vote. Okay. I think if she comes back the different side of her and with more, without, with not being so outwardly combative, there's a good chance. And also, I don't want to discount how much Keith probably got under her skin.
0: Discount double check? Discount.
1: You know, I, I don't really care for Keith. Keith is kind of a jerk. And not just, like, I'm not blaming Keith for Jerry being rude, or being terrible around camp, but, you know, they've been living together for 26 days. He's able to shut up and kind of bear it. Uh, she's not as much so if you know, if if that's part of the reason why she was so combative because of the harsh environment and because of the because of you know her and Keith's constant feud and awkwardness around camp and uh, all of that then she can do quite well if that was not the el- if she doesn't grow and that's not the element that was causing that then she's not gonna be around long
0: well give it a few months we'll get there yep uh who is your protagonist of the episode
1: it's jerry this episode okay i uh, yeah that's sort of the the question if the show was allowed to show nick then it probably would be nick because this really should be the story of how nick nick winning immunity flipped you know flipped this sort of tribal line voting but The reason to flip the tribal line voting is because Jerry is so insufferable that they just have to get rid of her.
0: It's the perfect storm of, oh, okay, we have to change our minds. Well, we could take out the person that we can't stand anymore. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it's it's Jerry. She really dug her own grave through this episode. Um, And I am excited to see more of her, Uh, hoping that she... She is more like early season Jerry that I quite liked, and not mm. mid to late season Jerry that I'm glad is going home. Hey, hey, hey. we will find out. That's true.
0: <laughs> Anything else to add?
1: No, I'm. Uh, I always say no, and then I add something. <laughs> I, no, no. Let's
0: talk about quantum physics. Let's talk.
1: I'll talk about quantum physics. It's fascinating. the The rest of the season is going to be fascinating because now my my prediction of vote order from uh, last episode wasn't necessarily wrong. Like, I, I said... Go if, on, defend it for me. Well, no, not defend, but I I said, Nick, unless he wins immunity. Mm-hmm. Like, all of those have a giant asterisk of unless they win immunity. Absolutely. Uh, and I said, Nick, Jerry, then Elizabeth. And Nick got jumped because of immunity, mm-hmm. and Jerry's gone. Sure. So now I still feel like Nick's the next to go. Okay. Now... Amber... I think Did I say Amber or did I say Elizabeth, actually? After I don't Jerry. remember. It doesn't matter. It's Now I do think if Nick does not win immunity again, I do think he's gone next week. Okay. Um, if he does win immunity, I still think probably... I think then they have to get rid of Elizabeth or Roger. I don't think they can risk going down to a tie situation. Makes sense. And then after they're a couple numbers up, I think they get rid of Amber. Amber, maybe... I'd be interested if Amber flips. I'm really... I'm hoping we get more Amber now that Jerry... Like she's not living in Jerry's shadow, mm-hmm. and I hope we get more Nick eventually before he goes home. Fair, yeah, <laughs> absolutely fair.
0: Bumper. So that'll do it for this episode of the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast. Oh, we're getting to the to the thick of it. Like I said, we we skip the. Recap episode. And we'll probably continue doing that into the future. We'll talk about it maybe a little bit next episode if we have time. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna guarantee that. Yeah, because there may not be a whole lot of information to talk about. It may be a quick. Hey, this is what we saw in the recap episode. You don't need to watch a recap episode because it's an antiquated thing. Yeah. Whichever one of us watches it first, we can reach out to the other and tell them whether it's even <laughs> worth watching. To be
1: honest. Sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anything you would like to promote?
1: Uh, I'd like to promote you guys promoting us. Oh, uh, nice. Just going to plug Plug again, like, you know, same spiel. Reviews, telling friends, uh, sharing it in, like, Discord servers and Instagram and all of that. Uh, we Our numbers are still growing. We have more—we're we growing a community here. It's very nice. It's very fun, and we would like to keep doing it. We're going to keep doing it regardless, mm-hmm. but— uh, success begot uh begets success in this case and we have to keep daddy algorithm happy so Mm
0: -hmm. you know keep us uh uh plug us go on daddy algorithm yeah tell people that you like our show or just even a review is super cool if you go on and and review it on wherever you're listening even just with stars if you want to be like boom five stars and say nothing That's great. We love that. It helps us. Yeah, I think on Spotify, that's all you can do. I don't think you can write reviews. Oh, nice. Cool. I don't know. It's fine. Uh, I would like to promote, if you... (laughs) Not many times am I going to be like, go out, consume capitalism, but here we are. If, If you like Survivor, which I'm assuming you do, you're listening to this... CBS sells buffs on on their website, and I have a few. I bought the Season 40 Winners at War edition, which is black, and it's super cool. I love that one. Oh, but I also bought, bought one from uh, Season 42. So, like... Question about Winners at War. Sure.
1: Do they get... I know there's people that are multi-winners, so it won't be all 40 people, but do they actually get every single winner for that season?
0: No, they don't... <laughs> They don't get every single person because it would be a lot. I think they condense it to the ones who are, one, willing to play. Sure. Two, are socially acceptable to play. Oh. Uh, three, there is a casting process. So they, they trim it down to, I think, 18 or 20. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So still, still a good... A good mix of old school new school sure but yeah it it makes for an interesting season when suddenly the target of hey i've won is gone is gone yeah that will be i'm very excited for that in all stars i yeah i won't say anything there i think there is a little because not everyone in all stars is a winner no Uh, any any kind of these returners i think there is a huge target on your back If you did well before, or if
1: you're a winner, so all the All Stars cast I know of so far is Rich, Sue, Rudy, Jenna, Alicia, and and I almost said Kimmy, Jerry. (laughs) So six people, one winner. So you know, if we're assuming the winner of each of those of each of the seven seasons goes on to be in All Stars, that's still. Less than half the cast? I'm interested to see how that will paint a target on their backs. I
0: do believe you would be assuming wrong if you said all the winners return. Oh, no. Okay. I have to double check that in my brain. But I, I just from looking at this picture, I can almost guarantee that not all winners return.
1: Man, imagine being a winner and not being invited back to All-Stars. Like, yeah, you won, but you're still not one of the best. <laughs> seven, 18 or however many you play the game.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm looking at... It. There's one that definitely did turn down uh, an offer. Doesn't matter. I'm not going to go deeper into that. Okay. (laughs) Cool. That'll do it for this episode of the Survivor Trading Break Time podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. For my co-host, Jared, I am Steven. For my host, Steven, I'm Jared. You laughed, so I I thought I did it wrong. I laughed because you were focusing so hard on doing it right. Because I did it wrong last episode and I want to get it right. Bye bye
1: Bye